Uh, looking forward to this next conversation with uh, our guest. Um, her conservative pedigree dates back to John Diefenbaker. She worked with him, uh, with Stanfield, Clark, Mulroney, Stephen Harper, served as a senator for more than 20 years, much of that time as the conservative leader in the upper chamber. Uh, recently, she has joined Center Right, uh, Center Ice Conservatives. Sorry, the Center Ice Conservatives, a group that we've talked to uh, on the air before, basically trying to uh, inject some moderate voices into what's going on with conservative politics right now. So we're going to chat with uh, former Senator Marjorie LeBreton and get her take on where we are. Um, Ms. LeBreton, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Good morning, Shay. Uh, it's a really interesting time, but it's not a new time. Of course, as you know, this is sort of the the issue that conservatives have grappled with uh, in this province and in this country for a very, very long time. Sometimes it's in the forefront, sometimes it's simmering in the background. But um, does this one feel different to you in your vast experience within the party? Does this question about where the conservative party is going, uh, is it different this time around? It is most definitely different. Uh, I have never seen the likes of what I'm witnessing now and and uh, and as you know the whole uh, the whole episode that the whole thing just troubles me deeply because uh, goodness knows we've got an incompetent um, ethically challenged horrible government and we as conservatives uh, in Ottawa here under the Trudeau government and we as conservatives have a wonderful opportunity to present a moderate modern center center right position of platform to the electorate who are looking for looking for political choice so, so so what's at stake you say you're very very concerned um, should the party get this wrong in your eyes what is it that you fear well, I actually, I actually fear that the whole country is shifting. Um, there's a the part of the country is shifting to the woke, um, crazy liberal uh, NDP left, and then the, and then and then there's another element that are shifting far to the right and are driven by anger and grievance and uh, and um, and not really addressing uh, the serious issues facing Canadians. And um, because you can only uh, you can only say um, you know you can only stoke anger and and throw fuel on the fire for so long mm-hmm. and then people get over their anger and they start saying you know what I was really angry and I have reason to be angry and certainly they do with this government in Ottawa but uh, when they turn the page they're going to look for solutions and at the moment um, uh, few, uh, you know we have a couple of candidates trying to offer solutions but uh, at the moment. It's just it's just turned into the worst spectacle that I, I, I like. It's my worst nightmare. At the beginning, I urged them all to um, make the pitch as to why they thought they should be the leader of the party, um, show the country who we are, what we stand for, and what we would do if we were to form a government. Uh, but none of that has happened, and it's just it's so. Uh, it, it's very discouraging because all of the people, and I happen to believe the majority of Canadians are in the moderate center, center right. They're, they're just standing back and watching this spectacle on both sides of the political spectrum and saying, who's speaking for me? I think you're right. Um, I'm wondering how it's changed. Uh, someone who's been in politics as long as you have, hasn't this always existed? We've always had fringes. We've always had extremes in both parties, as you say. Is it? Do you think it's more now, or is it just more vocal? I mean, how would you characterize it? Well, actually, we've always had, uh, and, and especially 
especially in the conservative party, we've always, we've all, because we're a much larger, more diverse, more regionally uh, based party, we, we've got representation in all of the country. That we've always, we've always had difficulty um, uh, getting a, a, a message out um, to to the electorate because uh, because the debate sometimes is overtaken by one element or another. So we've always had a, we've always had a problem being heard. But, I mean, we have been heard. We've been heard under Brian Mulroney, who was a very visionary, courageous uh, leader. We were heard under Stephen Harper, who uh, who is highly intelligent and very disciplined. And people like me, uh, that went after the after the parties merged, were very, very comfortable in a Stephen Harper government because we we were listened to. Um, he was very pragmatic and approach to governing Canadians and and he used to say you, you know you cannot lead Canadians uh, you cannot lead Canadians if they refuse to be led so uh, so you have to always you have to always um, kind of look for the issues that bind us together and the ones that drive us apart are really only supported by by a very small element of the Canadian society and and you know and people can have their own views but that isn't what should be um, should be uh, kind of at the center of uh, any major political party and all through the years going back to when I worked with Mr. D. Baker Stan Phil Clark Mulrooney the whole way through we always we were all, we always managed to do that we always found common ground on issues that really mattered to Canadians, whether it was the economy, whether it was protecting our sovereignty, you know, pulling our weight internationally, uh, and respecting the provinces. We were always able to do that. But right now, uh, we are like I am, like I, I'm just, I'm, all, I'm flabbergasted. I just, uh, you know, I, I do not see this ending well at all. And then, of course, with the uh, with the disqualification of Patrick Brown, I mean that, that you know that they, they, the the party greenlit Patrick Brown at the beginning, and I don't think uh, most people that are watching this certainly it's not making them feel any more comfortable with the conservative brand. But I mean, there's an element of fairness here, and openness, and transparency that I don't think the party has um, demonstrated. Ms. LeBreton, when you say, and I agree with you, that I think most Canadians are, are centrist and, you know, slightly one way or the other, perhaps, but pretty yeah. close to the middle. Um, you talk about Conservatives, you think they feel the same way. Um, then yeah. explain to me why Pierre Polyev appears to be running away with this race. Because I think when you talk about what you're fearing in terms of overwrought rhetoric and anger movements, you're speaking of Pierre Polyev. Um, why is he running away with this race? Well, he, uh, you know, he's the apparent front runner. But I always remind people it is a secret ballot, and it and it actually is it, it's decided by 100 points per riding. So the amount of uh, number of memberships any one candidate has sold, um, it, you know, it's, it's that's important. But it, if it's not spread equally across the country, it may not have as much of an impact. But I I. I I honestly, I'm in Pierre's riding. I served on his board of directors. Like I am, I you know, I supported him when he first ran in Carlton riding in 2004, and I am just like I am flabbergasted. I am so disappointed because 
because he, he seems to be, he seems to think that the path to victory is by, is by stoking anger and, um, and, 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 and it's anti-everything. It's anti, you know, fire the governor of the Bank of Canada, um, um, you know, invest in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Like, it's all things that most people, and as a senior citizen, I mean, that scares the bejesus out of me. But, uh, but having said all that, it's, this is a this is a very diverse country. We have changed significantly, and I'm saying to our party, we'd better change and and uh, and get with the program, or we're going to be left out for a very long time. Is that the ultimate? I mean, it's just unelectable on a national level. I mean, not even the uh, fact that uh, it's a possibility. Well, you know, I, I actually anything is possible because people are so fed up mm-hmm. with the Trudeau government, rightfully so. Anything is possible. But we've got to think about the country, and we've got to think about the people that live in the country. And are we, are like, does this serve anybody's purpose, calling people names and, and, uh, and, and, not, and, and, and getting into this kind of, into the gutter, instead of, you know, having a really good debate on what we should be talking about, which is really why I'm kind of looking forward to being in Edmonton on the, uh, in August, because uh, Center Ice Conservatives is sponsoring a conference, uh, uh, which we're, we're calling it a Let's Grow Canada policy conference, and, it's, and we're inviting anyone um, who, who believes that there's, um, there's a place in politics, God knows that's where most of us live, for center, center-right uh, positions. Uh, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to foster debate and move the candidates um, to a position that is electable. And at the moment, the way we're going, as far as I can determine, at least from my view, um, and I hope, I hope we're not, I hope I'm, uh, I hope I'm, uh, I'm right. I hope that's the way Canadians feel. I hate to think that we're going down the road like they're going in the United States. Mm-hmm. That is just, yeah. that just, that just, that's appalling. I, I, I couldn't can't agree imagine. With yeah, that's, that's the biggest risk for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ms. LeBreton, thank you so much for your time. Great conversation. I really you're, appreciate you're, you joining us. You're very welcome, and um, looking forward to being in Edmonton in a month or so. You bet. We'll chat then. Thank you. Okay, thanks.